Captain's Log, Day 6. How much tuna is too much tuna? Hmm. Also, thinking about taking up smoking again, May Strangle Child. Haven't seen outside these four walls in six days. May go crazy. Also, we are out of wine. Send help now. Hey everyone, before we get into the episode, I just want to do a little quick PSA and just say that I think it is very important for all of us to listen to our government officials and listen to the instructions and just follow what we have to do because I think it's very important that we are all on the same page and that we all are participating and um, that's the only way that we can get back to normal life sooner So, if you don't like to watch the news, I totally understand, but just stay informed about the rules that are being put in place in your area. Um, A lot of people, like, um, I know our governor, Governor Cuomo, he has his own Instagram, uh, he has his own Instagram and he also has his own Twitter. So, even if you don't like to watch the news, you can follow or look up your mayor or governor online. Usually a lot of them have social media. Um, They will post the key points that they've talked about. I know at least Governor Cuomo does. Um, He's actually trending on Twitter right now. Hashtag President Cuomo because he's doing a kick-ass job here in New York and we're all really um, happy with him. Right now, I, f- I feel like he's really done a lot for us. And maybe even some of, some of you have been watching him from all over the country. Because I see people in other states on Twitter actually talking about him. But anyway, so keep informed. Be aware. Be smart. Flatten the curve. Stay home. You know, flatten the curve. Stay home means stay home. Don't have eight people over at your house. Don't let your children have eight of their friends over to play beer pong. Like, this isn't time to play. This is time to take this really seriously. And I I know a lot of you, some of you are behind the chair. Some of you have been mandated home. I think that, you know, of course, it's everyone's choice until you're forced to to close and I think that's going to happen very soon so um, please everyone be careful take care of each other and you know really really please try and listen because we really want the small things back in our life like being able to hug a friend so we aren't going to be able to get these things back until we all just listen and do what we're told so That's my little public service announcement. And now, on to the episode. Welcome back to another episode. This episode will be a little bit of a different format because me and Riss are not able to record together at this time. Because of everything that is going on, we are listening and we are staying home, as all of you should be. But... We both will still have segments in this episode, um, and eventually I am going to try and figure out how to do a call-in where we both can still talk to each other just in the safety of our own homes while all this craziness is going on. I want to talk about money that you can generate while you're closed. Um, I've seen a lot of hairstylists getting very creative. I want to talk about ways clients can help you while you're closed. I want to talk about just things in general, you know, life in general, the new the new norm, the new day-to-day, and um, getting through it. And I want to give you some, some ideas that I've come up with while I've been home because I gave myself a goal to work on this podcast and to educate myself on having a bigger reach 
within this hairdressing community um, because I want to talk to more of you and I want to talk to you right now when all of this is happening because I think it's very important for all of us. And if we can't see each other, then let's talk to each other. And this is a perfect platform to do so. So if you're new here, I'm Kim. Um, we'll be hearing from Maris in another segment. Again, we are not together because we are practicing social distancing. And um, if you don't already, follow us on Twitter at Beauty Time PC. That's where I've been able, we don't have a lot of fo- Twitter followers, but I've been able to talk to some of you guys and ask how you guys are doing and interact with you a little bit more. We do have an Instagram, it's Beauty Time Podcast. I know a lot of you, if you do listen to us, um, have found us from there. And I always say, please send us an email at beautytimepodcast at gmail.com because we really want to hear from you. And it's a crucial time to talk to each other and support each other. So if you are interested in any of these, Plus, whatever Riss has planned for us, I think she's doing another client complaint. So we are both recording separately, so please bear with us for this episode. Oh, and also, we have a TikTok account now. I know we've had a few episodes where we said we have no idea what it is, but guess what? Now we have one, still have no idea what it is. It's a very interesting place, but follow us on TikTok at Beauty Time Podcast. Grab your snacks. Don't eat them all because we're quarantining and we don't want to run out of food. <laughs> but get ready for another episode of Beauty Time. So now that my public servant's announcement is over, I want to talk about some of the things I said in the intro. I've been seeing a lot of stylists post different creative ways to generate money while they're not in the salon. Um, I wasn't able to find too many things because there's only literally so much we can do. Um... If we're not physically behind the chair doing hair. But I saw some kind of cool ideas that um, some stylists were doing. So um, for those of you who followed this post on Instagram, um, here it is. So hopefully this kind of helps some people or inspires people to come up with their own ideas to make this really financially difficult time and mentally difficult time for us, um, a little bit easier. So I saw a couple stylists actually posting saying that they would sell their clients, their root touch-up color, and they would provide gloves and the developer, obviously, and then their formula. So I saw one girl advertised it for $25. And at first I thought it was pretty cool because you wouldn't have to worry about them putting a box on their hair. Then they'd literally be using your product. But I find that maybe that would cause other problems. Like if the clients overlap or pull it through the ends or didn't follow instructions properly. Like you, they could probably still make a mess out of it. I don't know. Do that one at your discretion. I know people were going to write directions on how to do everything, but I don't know. I don't trust people to follow directions, which is part of half of America's problem right now. So I also saw another stylist advertising 
curbside pickup for the products. Uh, this is, it's so impressive because my head didn't even go to these, these spaces. But curbside pickup for products. She asked if anybody needs products, please put your order in with me and I will deliver them out to your car. So I think that's kind of cool too, or she would deliver to your house. Mind you, the curbside pickup options would obviously just be for states that aren't in lockdown right now. Um, I know there's a lot of states that are starting to do that. So, of course, if you are in one of them, that wouldn't be an option. But I saw another stylist that was able to get affiliated with a product company with a code like you know how a lot of the influencers will say like go to morphe type in whatever manu manny mua at checkout for a discount and they get it like a small commission um basically that's what this stylist was able to do um with a product company that they use in their salon um so I did find you can do this with Olaplex. If you go on the Olaplex website and click their menu and click on professionals and you'll see um, affiliates. So click on affiliates and it'll just, it's a very quick, easy way. You just register and sign up. They really don't ask you that much, much information. They ask you you know, for your PayPal in order to send the money. So if you don't have a PayPal, that's really easy to sign up to. And if you're not really familiar with PayPal, um, which most people like sort of are, it's kind of like the first kind of Venmo. So basically, Olaplex sends the payment to your PayPal email and PayPal lets you know, and then you can transfer the money from PayPal into your bank account, kind of like Venmo. So that's something to do, um, especially if you do use Olaplex in the salon already. Um, and you can just kind of advertise to your clients that if they need any products to click on your link and that's it. That's all you have to do. The Olaplex one, it'll generate a link for you. You can put it in your Instagram po profile. You can share it on Facebook and Twitter. And literally all they have to do is click on the link and it tracks it for you. Your your link tracks everything. And if they purchase anything, then you make a 35% commission. So I thought that was pretty cool. And a lot of us love Olaplex and so do a lot of our clients. So give that a try. And so the big thing that I've seen Silas doing is doing gift card promotions and really encouraging the purchase of gift cards. Um, and they'll do a promotion where you buy a gift card for $100, you get $25. So basically, it's worth $125. So that kind of gives the client the incentive to buy the gift card and gives you, biz gives you money right now, which is kind of a, a great thing. Um, some stylists are also asking for their clients to consider prepaying up front for their future appointment. Obviously, any money that they put down, they will take off their bill when they are able to operate again. So it's just small things that will guarantee you money right now, um, and honestly, I feel like some clients, whereas a lot of people don't consider us, our clients do know. We are very heavily affected by this. I'm not saying anybody else isn't, but I'm saying our money only comes from us physically doing the work. So some clients do want to support their stylists and are offering to do these things or to even Venmo them money for now for the next appointment. Just in general, I've seen it. I've seen more than one person writing about how grateful they are for their clientele. And honestly, that's really cool to see. Um, it just goes to show you that your hard work and your your personality and your care for your clients have 
gone to work because they want to help you and they want to support you. I have a lot of clients that are able to work from home and they while while their daily life is affected by this, they're financially not. So I'm very happy to see that our clients are there for us. I mean, as I've said, we definitely have some that are just really selfish and get mad because we're protecting ourselves during this time for closing. But honestly, if you have clients that are talking to you like this when a crisis is going on, do you really want them in your chair? Because, yeah, they might be paying you, but are you are they worth your aggravation? So that leads me into the next set of things, which are ways that your clients can help you um, that don't cost them any money. Well, aside from buying a gift card, but what clients can help you with now, I'm sure all of you have seen the posts. They can write you a review on Google, on Yelp, on your Vagaro page, on your Gloss Genius, on your anywhere that you're able to write reviews. So if they write a positive review, that just helps us all in the future, that you'll be seen more, that you'll, the public will want to be in your chair. Um, I've seen people encouraging clients to reach out to their stylists, have clients in general encourage their stylists and make them feel like they are there and that they are wishing you the best and they will see you at the end of this. Because I think while it is scary and we don't know how long this is going to go on for, we all have that thing in the back of our head that makes us think, are we ever going to be able to do this again? Are we going to have the same set of clients in our chair? Are we going to lose clients from canceling? And I know it's easy to think that way, but they'll be back. And it's not your fault, obviously, that you have to close. You know, there's bigger things in the world going on than somebody's gray roots or someone's haircut. We can, we're nobody seeing us, so there should really be no need for hair appointments right now. But when this is all over, I wish and I hope that all of us will have a major surge in business that we're just, you know, it'll help from the money that we haven't been able to make at this time. So then, and again, so the next thing, encourage clients to buy gift cards. Um, also, your clients can post about you, tag you, put you on their story, put a flashback Friday picture up of the time they got their hair when times were simpler, and just put your name out there. It doesn't cost them anything. Um, and most people would really honestly be happy to do it. And it would be kind of nice to see something else other than the amount of COVID-19 stuff that's all over the internet. But I have seen a lot on Instagram, which we tried to do, was just be a little more positive and share our favorite pictures by other stylists on our Instagram if they responded to us with like hard eyes. So I still encourage that kind of movement. It's all over Instagram. Um, just to like support each other. And of course, the biggest and most helpful thing clients can always do for us is refer their friends, their family, not crazy people, just people that we that they know will like. Um, but the biggest compliment is a referral. And I hope that our clients are able to help us feel better at this time. Of course, it's not their responsibility, but... I think a lot of us also just want to know that they're there for us or they will be back in our chair. I think they want to know that we'll be back behind the chair because they need us just as much as we need them. So the other thing, um, so I posted on this the Beauty Time Instagram and I asked what people were doing to generate business while they were mandated to close 
Um, we didn't have a lot of responses, but somebody did write that they're reconstructing their services, they're building their website, and they're thinking about retail. So I thought those were all really good because it, as much as it sucks to be home and not be out there working, you can still take this time to work on your business, even though it's maybe not generating you money right now to reformat your website or go through your Instagram, it can help you. And most of us don't have the time or the patience to sit down on our day off and and do all of this stuff. But my advice is to take that time and just re do spring cleaning of of your business. Get rid of Oh, well, I didn't I don't like those products. So when I come back, I'm going to order these ones or I don't like those gift cards. So I'm going to get a different pattern next time or I'm going to change the web the colors on my website or I'm going to archive some old pictures on Instagram or I'm going to interact with my clients more on Instagram because I want to talk to people while I'm isolated and I want to hear from everybody. So I think it's important to also take the message of all of this kind of and slow down and reevaluate and do spring cleaning and light a candle and just relax for a minute because once the world is up and running again, the opportunity to do so will not easily be there and I I know this is very weird circumstances but in a way we should be taking advantage of this time so the next advice that I have during your self-quarantine um for your business is I would say I've seen some stylists practicing on their mannequin heads. I know we all have a thousand of them in our basement that we've collected throughout the years. So if you do feel the itch to continue working or practicing, take out your mannequin head. Do a really weird haircut on it or a braid or an updo or a crazy color. If you are itching for that creativity and you miss doing somebody's hair I saw this meme going around which I'm sure most of you have seen that said like I'm ready I'm just about ready to balayage my dog so if you get that urge please do not balayage your dog go downstairs and get your one of your 50 mannequins that everyone always asks you why you have um I also this kind of goes hand in hand with using your mannequin um or separate but I would say, too, now is also a good time to revamp on your education. There's so many YouTube videos out there. There's so many online seminars, so many online classes. And I think that because of all of this, there will be more more of them. Um, because everyone wants to stay sort of normal, even though we can't be completely normal. So if you want to brush up on your education you want to learn something new you want to watch a video now's the time to do it um so that's my opinion (laughs) um that those are my tips that I've kind of been working on while I've been self-isolating um but I also wanted to talk about you know aside from taking care of your business You should take this time to take care of yourself. Do some self-care. I think that mental health is extremely important. And it's very difficult for somebody on a regular day. But with these extreme circumstances, I know that it is very difficult or triggering to a lot of people that have mental health issues or just in general all of us have a hard time just being isolated from people not having our routine and kind of being sedentary and stuck and it can do a lot in your head so 
I really encourage all of you to check in on your friends. Um, make a date or a time to video chat with everybody. Get a glass of wine. Get on FaceTime and just talk to them. Because even if you can't hang out with them right now, you still can. Just through the computer. And it's not the same, but at least you feel a little bit kind of normal. Um, so checking on your friends and your mental health is important. So please continue to take care of yourself. And also check in on your your friends that may have may be struggling because we all need the extra support and we all have a lot of the same feelings right now. So the other advice that I have is to give yourself a small routine every day. And it's a new routine because normally days A, B, and C, we get up, we go to work, we work until X amount of time. We come home, we eat dinner, we have a conversation with our significant other, we go to bed, the next day we do the same thing, and then we know Friday and Saturday, or Saturday and Sunday, or Sunday and Monday, those days we're off, and we can see we can see a friend, and we can have our coffee time, or we can go visit our friend's baby, and that's what keeps us going. So, even though we don't have those things to look forward to, even parties, our concerts, our weddings, our graduations, all of those so many things are up in the air and it's really affecting everybody. So, please remember to have that social aspect of your self-isolation. And I'm not talking about get together and have a wine night together in person because that's totally against what they're telling us right now. But download an app, a free app. There's plenty of them. Get your friends on FaceTime. Get them on um, Skype. Have everybody video chat and just feel a little normal for a second. Even though it's not normal. But have a small routine. Treat your day as like you would if you were going to work. Mine's the work part. So I, so what I've been doing, as I said, there's really nothing to do other than like shower and eat food what I have been doing is I've been trying to take care of my hair while I have the chance because normally I don't leave the, any of my treatments in I'll just like oh I don't have time I'll leave it in for a second like oh who has time to put Olaplex in and then wash it out so I've made it a point to myself to put Olaplex in my hair every day and just leave it in let it dry hopefully by the time I'm out my hair won't be fuzzy anymore, so that's a goal I'm putting for myself. I've given myself a task. Take care of your hair. Don't if you don't do your hair, give it a rest. But if you want to feel normal, do your hair, put some makeup on. Then why don't you do that when you when you um are getting ready to FaceTime with your friends like you would on a normal day if you were going to visit them. But yeah, self care. Um, put on a face mask paint your nails. We all don't usually have an opportunity to have nails or nail polish on because we ruin our nails all day. So put some nails on. Take Get some Impress nails and put them on and make you feel a little cool to have it for, you know, a few days or, you know, you could always order those online or there's those clutch nails that are glue-ons. Um, again, that company is offering free shipping, which I noticed, um, some companies are doing that. They're offering free shipping because they know the demand for online orders is very large right now because people aren't going out and they can't. So clutchnails.com, free shipping. Use the code CR-BeautyTime. You get 15% off. And they come right to your door and you have pretty nails. But, <clears throat> so yeah, face mask, nails, hair treatments, ketchup on your TV, um, find a new show, all that's a given, um, support each other, check in on everyone, um, I also say too, if you ever wanted to start a YouTube channel, and you never had a chance to, or start a podcast, um, 
now's the time because you have an endless amount of time to put work in and get it started and speak to people and have a purpose online. And there's so the, those, those sites are very saturated. So, you know, I understand, but it doesn't mean that you should give up. I mean, our podcast is a very small podcast. We don't have millions of listeners, but it doesn't mean that in our small community, people don't look forward to us every week or want to hear what we have to say. I mean, at least I hope if you're listening, <laughs> please share with your friends um, and your coworkers because, you know, we could use the support too. Um, but yeah, share our podcast. Start your own podcast. Um, rate and subscribe to our podcast. And as you've heard in our small, you know, advertisement every episode we do use anchor.fm and it is free and it pushes all of your content to these major platforms like apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify you only have to upload it onto anchor it's super easy to edit and it gets pushed everywhere and that's how we reach all of you so if you ever want to start a podcast you could always reach out to to us on beauty time and we can tell you how because we're just two normal people that always joked about having a podcast until one day I said let's just start this freaking podcast so now's your time you want to start a YouTube channel you want to be a beauty influencer you want to um be a podcaster you should do it because now you have the time these are all channels where you can work from home and Uh, That being said, I say too, along with keeping up with your business and people, you know, having people not forget about you and engaging with others, I think that you should treat your social media right now as your job. Give yourself one task every day. If you're like, okay, every day I'm going to post a picture of my favorite style I did, um from that I didn't get to post because I know we all have so many pictures on of hair on our phone that we just haven't gotten to post so why don't we work on that why don't we post one picture a day that we really like or interact with your clients on your Instagram story we all kind of are looking to see how everybody else is dealing so you know give yourself a task every day, treat social media as your job. At least you have a routine and you, at least you have a purpose, you know, and it's going to help you later on. Even if right now you don't see the, the benefits from it, it will help you. Take a social media class. That's the task that I've given myself because I, for the life of me, do not know how to up and run social media and get larger engagements and and listens and shares and follows and whatever and tweets whatever retweets that's something I want to work on there's plenty of YouTube videos that tell you how that's a task I'm going to give myself because I don't know how long I'm going to be home for so might as well work on something that I like and I'm passionate about and and it's important for me to to um you know push this podcast so that's what I'm going to do so Those are my tips for kind of keeping yourself a little motivated and productive. And even though it might all sound silly, like, oh, well, what am I going to do? I'm going to treat Instagram like it's my job. You should. Because what else are you doing right now? If you want to feel like you are helping your business, you are helping yourself, Give yourself a task. Give yourself a goal. Posting these, you know, these little things on their Instagram, how you can help a small business. You can repost that and clients will do it for you because they want to and they love you and they want you to be in business. They want to see you every month because if they didn't, they wouldn't wouldn't be there. Give yourself that task every day to promote the product line on your Instagram. You know, have your clients help you. Encourage them to leave a review. You know, post and and tag. You know, restructure your service. 
build a website, think about retail like that one one person wrote on our Instagram. Practice on your mannequin. Catch up on education on YouTube. Start a YouTube. Post on IGTV. Apparently you get engagement from that. You can post little hair tutorials. You can post nail tutorials. You can post anything you want. You, the, the options are endless. And you know what? There will be an audience for you. You'll be surprised at what people are watching. You know, I'm sure some of your kids are literally watching people unbox toys. <laughs> like have millions of subscribers. So check in on your friends. Do things that make you happy. Relax. Do some self-care. Do some treatments. Catch up on your TV. Support each other. Treat social media like it's your job because I'm going to do that. So if you guys don't want to see me posting, um, too bad because I'm going to be. <laughs> That's all I have to do right now. Do some spring cleaning mentally um, and, you know, listen to your government officials. Stay safe. Stay home. Flatten the curve. And hopefully we'll all see each other on the other side of this. And we'll all appreciate the small things in life like a fully stocked shelf or just being able to go to work or being able to hug somebody. Isn't that crazy that that's what we're dealing with right now? But that's all for me. That's all I have for you guys today. Um, Again, we'll be hearing from Riss. I'm going to be merging her segments into this episode also. Um, and I hope that I can be with her again, podcasting and bringing much lighter content to everybody when this is all over. So please, everyone stay safe, take care of each other. And I'll talk to you again next week and stay tuned for risks. I just want to add a small disclaimer. We are in no way licensed social workers, therapists, clinical anything. We are just offering up our opinions here and how we feel we would handle certain situations. So any advice that we do give or any sort of like method of calming ourselves or meditation, anything of that nature that might be medical or um, considered advice, just know it's our personal advice and we're not licensed to give it and if you don't agree with it you can kindly fuck right off and also any products we talk about or things we talk about or just be based on our opinion and not meant to harm any businesses or anyone's livelihood we just have True. opinions we'd like to share right we're just we're giving you the tea yeah on how we feel about certain things and we are not trying to hurt anyone's livelihood Hello, my beautiful tea timers. It's Riss, and I am coming to you live from my room, but without Kim. I am Kimless. Unfortunately, we're doing the social distancing thing because this shit is real. Whether you want to acknowledge it or not, it's happening. So if you're out and about and you don't need to be, my PSA for you is go the fuck home. Wash your hands and go the fuck home, okay? You don't need to be out hanging with your friends or going to parties or even getting takeout. Just fucking go home. Um, well, that's not true, actually. Go, go get takeout. Support those businesses because they need to live. But don't be fucking going out, hanging out in parks and shit and in big groups don't do it. Just, you know what? Just go home. Just fucking go home. Okay. That's my PSA for the day. But anyways, um, so we're going to be doing things a little differently today because I'm sitting in my fucking room alone like a weirdo, but I'm set up. I got my little hot chocolate. I got my love is blind on. And you know, I gotta say this thing is making me do things that I don't normally do because I'm watching reality TV. And if you know me, I don't fucking do that. Okay, 
something is in the water. I don't watch reality TV, but this show has got me hooked. The whole concept is weird. And it's like a fucking dumpster fire. You just can't look away. The whole fact that people are going to marry each other after being, like, they've only known each other for 30 days. Y'all going to get married? Okay, bring it on. I want to see this fucking trash fire, but uh, I don't I don't see how this is going to work. Anyways. <laughs> So, um, I have a product of the week for you. I have a client complaint, but I don't think that really matters right now, but I have it just in case. And I also have, um, a DIY, how to sew a medical face mask tutorial. It's not mine. I did not make it. I take no credit for it. I was just searching on, um, on YouTube on how to make them because my friend, hero that she is, is making a bunch of these um, homemade uh, face masks to go over the N95 masks that the hospital workers and doctors and nurses and medical assistants and PAs, they're all using these. um, They're technically disposable one-time use, but since there's such a shortage, they've had to resort to sterilizing and reusing at the same time um, the same mask over and over and over again because they can't afford to throw them away. They won't have enough uh, because they're just so inundated because um, there's something called uh, a wave that's coming, which is basically like last week and this week, everyone is asymptomatic. But now here in the USA, we're going to have this influx of people that um, weren't showing symptoms. They were just spreading it. And now the symptoms are going to start like blossoming, if you will, and that's going to like basically inundate our um, healthcare system. So that's this is a real crisis. This is a real problem, and I know that some people choose to believe this is not real, <laughs> and that's fine if you want to bury your head in the sands, but you're kind of part of the problem. So I need you to pull your head right out of your ass, you know, and uh, get with the fucking program here, people. It's real. People are hurting and suffering and dying, and these healthcare workers need all the help they can get. So, if you want to go to your local hospital or um, medical facility and donate these um, masks, if you can, if you have the time, it's like I know where we're going to get the materials from. If you know how to sew, maybe you have some stuff lying around, like old fabric that you can use. But otherwise, I would say get it online so you don't have to go out and do it because, you know, we're all trying to practice our social distancing and our, our little self-quarantines and everyone's going fucking crazy, but you got to do what you got to do. Cause if you keep going out, then you're just going to prolong us staying in the house and then we're going to come find you and we're going to fucking, yeah. Anyways, just kidding. Empty threats, empty threats, people. But, um, anyway, so I'll post, uh, the link to this video that I found. Uh, it was, it's a quick video. It's only six minutes, but it's just really simple. It was one of the more simple versions that I found online while looking. Cause I, I do know how to sew personally, but I'm not the best at it and that not everyone can. It's not for everyone. So I figured this, um, what little basic knowledge I have if I can do it, you can do it. So it's real simple. Uh, her name is Erica Arndt. I don't know how to actually pronounce her last name, but it's spelled A-R-N-D-T. And she just, she had the easiest video. So that's why I picked it. Um, yeah. So I'm going to link that so you guys can find it and follow along if you want to. But I suggest calling your hospital first and asking if they need them. <laughs> you don't just show up with a box of masks and they're like, uh lady, what are you doing? Um, but yeah, so I have my product of the week. I have my DIY and I have my client complaint. So if you find any or all of these rants interesting, then sit on down, grab yourself your own hot chocolate and turn on your own love's blind or whatever you're into and have a listen. All right, I'm just going to apologize in advance if you hear my dog snoring in the background, but she's a very sleepy girl and it is past midnight. Anyways, so let's get into something called hair type. And 
Um, hair, your hair type is basically the curl pattern that your hair is classified as. There are four types, and they are um, after the four numerical, like one through four. Then they have A, B, and C. So there's one A, one B, one C, two A, two B, two C, and then so forth. And it goes all the way up to four C. So four C is the curliest, tightest um, curl pattern and like, it's like a coil and one A is basically straight. Um, now if you're curious on how to find your hair type, I often find it very helpful to look online and see if you can find, um, yourself like a chart or whatever. And then you usually like you, you'll find where you fall pretty easily. I'm like a one B so I have like a wave to my hair. Sometimes it's a 2A depending on like the products that I use in my hair. And um, that was basically what brought me to this is I wanted to talk about Shea Moisture. They have a product called the Green Coconut and Activated Charcoal Purifying and Hydrating in Shower Styler with White Tea and Lemon Balm. That's such a very long name for such a simple product. But it's basically... Um, an activated charcoal. It looks like um, a mask that you would put on your hair or your face or your body and you rub it into your scalp and comb it through your ends while you're in the shower. So you shampoo, condition, and then you put this in as like a like a product, like a leave-in. You let it sit on your hair for a minute or so and then you rinse it out halfway so you do leave some of the product in your hair. And what it's supposed to do is it's for um, air dry and go. So it's for oily roots with dry ends, which is exactly what I have. I have oily roots and I have dry ends and I don't know, I don't know how that works, but, um, basically it like purifies your scalp and like the activated charcoal helps to get any like build up off of it and help, um, keep your scalp from overproducing oil, but it has moisture in it. So the ends of your hair don't feel dried out or like crunchy. And then, so you rinse it out halfway, you leave a little bit of product in, and then you towel dry your hair as nicely as you can so you don't frizz it up. And then you scrunch your hair, and then you go. So you can air dry. And it's like designed so that you don't need to have another product in your hair. Leaving it halfway rinsed out is the product in your hair. So it saves you that extra step after the shower. And I have to say, um, it really does work well. Like, I don't, like I said, I have a, like a 1B type curl wave to my hair. And if I'm lucky, I can get it to be like a 2A. <laughs> um, but that's with a lot of product and diffusing my hair with a blow dryer. And then it doesn't even really last after that too much. So, you know, it doesn't stay wavy for more than a day. Uh, except for that whey product that I use that's um, also like an air, like a foam, and it's also designed to let your hair air dry. That also helps my, my hair to stay like wavy and curly. But this product is so simple and so easy, and the fact that I don't have to put anything else in my hair afterwards really helps make a difference in the routine because I really... When I am not trying to look nice or presentable for fucking human beings, I really am the most basic, simple person. No makeup, no nothing, no frills, no nothing, just wash and go. And it really makes life so easy. So I must say, this is a wonderful, wonderful product. Um, they are cruelty-free. They are um, ethically traded and sourced. And... Um, there are also some ingredients are certified organic, and that kind of makes me feel a little bit better about using it because it was ethically traded and sourced, so I don't have to worry about anybody working in a sweatshop for my hair, <laughs> you know, and it's also cruelty-free, so it wasn't tested on the little baby bunnies, and that always makes me feel better, too. Um, it doesn't have any... Um, like it has the activated charcoal in it and that's for the purifying factors and then the green coconut is for the moisture but having the charcoal in it, it doesn't have like any grit or anything to it so you don't feel like you're not like exfoliating the shit out of your scalp so that you're like oh god it hurts or like you don't have any of that like residue so I like that about it 
and um, yeah, just a good product. So yeah, um, circling back though to talk about hair types, like I said, if you're interested or you don't know what kind of hair type you have, again, the internet is your best friend. Go back and look, just type in hair type or curl type chart and it will come right up, I promise you. All right. Now for my favorite segment that I like to lovingly call First the Fuck of All. Um, this comes to us from Las Vegas. And um, I won't mention the name, but the person who's who's naming themselves Private E, that's the complainer, they only gave... Um, the salon in Las Vegas, three stars. But it, once you hear the whole complaint, you're going to be like, why? Why did you even bother writing this fucking complaint? You're so stupid. But anyways, so here we go. Let's get into it. She says, Private E says, um, after much research, after getting a horrible haircut, which of course I also left a review for, I decided to go with this place. Most places charge the same amount for a haircut, 55. So why not? They've got great reviews. I initially sent a message through Yelp asking the salon if they have anyone there that can cut 2B type hair. And um, I also mentioned how I was nervous and hesitant to get a haircut again because of the horrible experience I had with my last cut. The owner, Mary, told me she had someone by the name, we'll call her Jessica, who also had my hair type and was available to do my hair. Awesome, I thought I'll give it a try. Set up a date and time, get my hair cut, and everything was set. I arrived for my appointment 10 minutes early, was told to have a seat, and wait. Someone greeted me and asked me for my name, and I shared the information and waited for my stylist to be ready. As I sat there, I hear, come on back. As I continue to entertain myself with my phone, then I hear, come on back, Crystal. Oh, her name's Crystal. Um... Then she writes dot, 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 no. No, hi, I'm Jessica, your stylist for today. No, nothing. Luckily, as I said, I did my research thoroughly and recognized her face from the pictures and realized that she is her. Already turned off by the lack of professionalism, since the reviews are almost all five stars, I expect nothing but five-star customer service. So let's stop right there. Yes, you're right. You should expect nothing but five-star service, but... You cannot expect everyone to be having a great day. Does that excuse that stylist from saying, come on back? If you're the only person in the fucking waiting room and someone says, come on back to you, yeah, they fucking, you know it's you. Don't even play dumb. You know. You fucking know. It's like you want someone to come up to you and hold your hand and be like, come with me, small child. I've got you and I'll lead you. Like, no, you're, we're all fucking adults here. If I say come on back and you're the only person waiting, fucking come on back. Stop being a little bitch. Sometimes people want way too much and you're doing the most and it's just like, all right, get over yourself, please. Anyways... So she says she's already turned off by the lack of professionalism. So now you're putting yourself, you're giving yourself like a bad attitude because you're like, oh, strike one. So now you're already putting yourself in a predisposition to be on the defensive for anything else that comes your way. And I feel like that's not fair because then you're kind of cutting yourself short at the knees and you haven't even gotten fully in yet. Maybe this girl cuts like great hair, like... Don't write her off just because she didn't call you by your damn name. What a baby. All right. Anyways, we're getting back into it. So she says, I take a seat in the chair. She continues by placing the cape on me. And when she closes the collar, a bit of my hair gets caught. Ouch. Once again, a turnoff. Oh, fucking K. Would you relax, person? Like, really? Your hair gets caught so you're going to write a Yelp? Can you fucking get a life? Anyways, back in the story. What would you like, she asked, and I replied that I wanted a trim to even out my hair. She advises me that layers would be best since my hair is somewhat curly. Okay, sounds good. I agree to go with the layers. I tell her that I had a horrible haircut about two years ago and my hair is uneven, so that is the reason for the trim. Let me stop you right there. 
you haven't gotten your haircut in two fucking years because you were so upset and traumatized from the last haircut. What did they do to you? Who hurt you? And Jesus Christ, get back in the saddle and get your haircut. Two years, your hair's going to look like shit, dude. Anyways. Oh, sorry, I just need to take a second and collect myself because the shit's getting me mad all over again. All right, anyways, going back into the story. She said, she asked me, where did I get the haircut? And I tell her where and then and when and how I found the stylist as well. As soon as I mentioned Yelp, her demeanor changed instantly. Now she's chatty and smiling with me, cracking jokes, super turned off, like I didn't notice how the lights turned on in her head as soon as Yelp was mentioned. Not cool. Yes, she's easy to chat with, and we were talking from start to end, which is always a good thing, but I honestly felt it was put on just because she knew I would review them, and I was serious about it too, and she put serious in all caps. I'm going to stop you right there again. Hold on. You said that you were talking from start to end, and you also said that you, as soon as you sat down, she asks you what you would like to do and what you're there for, and you guys had a consultation. You're not, like, yeah, you're supposed to be chatty during a consultation, but you're not supposed to be like, so, like, how are you, and how's your mom, and how's your dog, and your cousin? Like, no, you want to talk about the hair first, which is a consultation, which is what you're supposed to do, and then you get into being chatty and this, that, and the third. And it sounds like the conversation segued off of the consultation because you said that you were talking about how your hair is so uneven and this, that, and the third. And she said, oh, where'd you get your bad haircut from? And then you told her. And in, in that answer you gave her, you mentioned Yelp. And then, yeah, her demeanor changed and all of a sudden she's chatty. Well, what the fuck? She was being chatty with you from the beginning. Why are you mad at her for not being chat? Like, what are you even fucking talking about? This is what I'm saying. As soon as she didn't call you by your first name, you got pissy. And now everything this girl does is wrong. Like, you were on the defensive. You're an asshole. This whole entire fucking review is just you being a dick. And you're a big old baby. So, anyways... We're going to jump back in for the last paragraph because this is the longest fucking Yelp review on earth. Anyways, so she says, pros for Jessica. Hair washing skills are on point. I literally almost fell asleep. I was feeling so relaxing and she definitely can cut hair. I was satisfied with my haircut with the overall outcome of my hair. The salon was tastefully decorated, clean, and I loved the fact that they had the front door open so I didn't have that typical hair salon smell. They would have gotten a five star if it wasn't for the lack of professionalism and for the sudden change of attitude after Yelp was brought up. Therefore, two stars were deducted from my review. Would I go back? Most likely not. Okay, thank God that shit is over. All right. Just because you thought that they weren't professional enough because she didn't call you by your name and she got chatty after Yelp, if you were paying attention to the rest of my critique on this, then it would make sense. But for the most part, my overall takeaway from this is that you are just a defensive and oversensitive little bitch and you need to get your fucking shit together and realize that, yes, yes, we are there to actually serve you and do your service, and cut your hair, and be nice to you, but what we're not there to do is lick your ass, okay, lady? She didn't call you by your first fucking name. She said, come on back, because you're the only person in the waiting room or whatever. Chill the fuck out. You need to check yourself. You are not the end-all be-all. Yes, clients are bread and butter, but like I said, we're not there to lick your ass, and you need to realize that and maybe she was having a bad day. Maybe you need to cut her some fucking slack because she's a person too. And you're not the only one. Okay? So take that. Sit and spin. So in conclusion, just me, myself, and I in these four walls. Um, I just want to say thanks for listening. And... This podcast really means the world right now because it's literally all we have keeping us sane and grounded and just a little bit of normalcy back in our everyday lives. It's something that we do for ourselves. And when you take the time out to listen, it really 
means the world to us. And thank you for that. Also, everybody stay safe. Go wash your goddamn hands. Don't go outside uh, unless it's to get fresh air. But if you see a person run away, don't don't socialize. <laughs> um, you know, it's so funny. I say like, oh, I've been training for this my entire life. I'm used to being alone and I spend a lot of time alone and this, that, and the third. But you know, when it actually comes down to the nitty gritty and you really have to do it and you're trapped inside your house with your family forever, you kind of realize just how much you aren't ready for it because it's real. And just remember that it's real. So again, stay inside and wash your damn hands, motherfuckers. Also, another public service announcement. If any of you are having clients ask you to come to their house during this mandatory business shutdown and you're thinking about it, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you. There's no reason anybody should be doing anything like that. And I'm pretty sure you can get in big trouble. And I've I've heard clients ask stylist friends and apparently my friends have said they've seen people posting that they would come to their house and that's not the fucking point of this and it makes me really mad that people think they can just get around things that are put in place so don't fucking do it okay thank you beauty time with kim and riss (laughs) 